people underestimate how important loving that plant is because once you love it it will allow you to make money yes 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 but if that baby feels <laughs> that negative energy and that you are there strictly to extract profit and have no desire to create a beautiful plant mm -hmm. good luck. Welcome back to the Black is the New Rich podcast. It's episode 24. And today we got a very special uh, guest and podcast because this is the first time we're actually talking about cannabis and business. And today, as you guys can see, we're on location, Chronic Relief Grow LP. But I don't want to keep on talking. Can you please introduce yourself? Okay. <laughs> if I must, uh, my name is Stephen. My last name is Conville. I am a founder chairman and CEO of Chronic Relief Inc. Um, we are a fully licensed LP, okay. producer, cultivator, processor, and we also have um, eight conditional licenses in the beautiful country of Jamaica. Oh, dope. And so and that is also part of our path and future. Okay, dope. So before we get into like the cannabis and the businesses of uh, the business of it, I want to get into the background, like the lead up. How did you get into this business? Kind of backed into it. It's really weird. Um, Twenty twelve, I would say, I, I wouldn't know a weed plant from a rose bush, <laughs> and that's like dead. Uh, can I say ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dead ass honest. <laughs> like, I, I just, you know, I. I wouldn't have known. And um, was in that state where I was not sure if I wanted to be a company man mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, for the rest of my life. And so I was kind of thinking, like, you know, what is it that I want to do? Where do I want to go? And I don't want to get into the nutmeg of my brain but um suffice it to say i had a thought that the world is not going to be a happy place like the 80s mm -hmm. fluorescent laces madonna like a virgin george michael really tight shorts Dougie Fresh singing Lottie Dottie. Yeah. Like it was, it, I just, you know, I, I just felt that we were eventually going to enter a period of tremendous angst and anxiety, mm -hmm. the global populace. And uh, I said, you know, I just have a feeling they're going to legalize this weed thing. From 2012. Yeah, from 2012. It, it was just, it just, you know, because if they don't do something, the thing about, men in general is that if you track our history we're really not that nice yeah yeah and um you know every year they have that meeting in that really fancy place in europe where like the hundred richest people get together mm -hmm. and their biggest problem is we can't stop making money and the world can't stop getting poor mm. And you know that Marie Antoinette let them eat cake. Like, you know, ultimately what protects 
a home. Mm -hmm. Really, society's desire to respect the sovereignty of that front line. Mm -hmm. Because if a whole bunch of people show up at even the White House, yeah. there's not much that can be done once people have had enough. So my thought here is like, look, you know what? Weed's a pretty nice, calming thing. It yeah. keeps people cool. Happy. Happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and less aggressive. I said, I bet they're going to legalize this thing. Now, that was just my stockbroker looking at the world from a capitalist lens. And so I was kind of like, you know, well, I would have interest in exploring weed one day. Mm -hmm. Thought. So I was doing some consulting and I bumped into a dude and um, ended up working on a few projects with him. And one day he overheard a cell phone conversation I was having with a celebrity. And I used to talk to more of them than I do right now. But um, he's like, wow, have you ever considered getting into weed? And I said, why would I get into weed? It's yeah. not legal, right? And he yeah. said, no, yes, it is. And I said, what? He said, Weed has been legal in Canada since I think it was 2002. What? And um, all you need is a medical license to grow. Mm -hmm. But why you will be interested in this medical license is because it is going to be the foundation of the new commercial LP system. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, to make a long story short, I ended up investing a lot of my money and a lot of family money, and a lot of famous people's money, mm -hmm. and a lot of my close friends' money in building a weed facility that its future goal was to get its commercial license, mm -hmm. like I have now. Mm -hmm. And I was going to fund this medical operation and through funding that medical operation, I would learn about cannabis, be able to study it and take the principles that I learned forward and apply it to your business and apply it to a future business. Okay. So I called Health Canada. They told me, yes, cannabis was legal. And then I was invited to see a facility and oh my God, from the moment I saw a weed plant live I absolutely fell in love I can stare at that thing <laughs> for days yeah I, I I love the way it smells I yeah. love the way it looks I love the way it feels yeah and I love the way it makes me feel not not even consuming the product yeah 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 just, just being, being around, around it around it the energy of the plant the it just, and so to this day, we have a rule yeah. that chronic relief is an asshole free zone. I can say, asshole. yeah, 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 you're good. It's an asshole free zone. Yeah. Because as soon as an asshole is introduced into the environment, mm -hmm. it affects the performance of the plant. Mm. I'm going to drop a little science here. There's a lot of LPs that they're prices have gone from Sky all the way down there. Yeah. 98% losses, 99% losses. 
And if you go into those facilities, and I have been into many of them, there is no love mm-hmm. between the owners and the plant. Mm. And people underestimate how important loving that plant is Mm -hmm. because once you love it it will allow you to make money yes 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 but if that baby feels (laughs) that negative energy and that you are there strictly to extract profit and have no desire to create a beautiful plant Mm -hmm. good luck fork and you've done and so i you know on this journey with this plant and and somewhere along the way what i found out was the plan to make money in cannabis was never about me getting a commercial facility Mm -hmm plan to make money was on my ability to raise money Mm -hmm. to subsidize unscrupulous people's standard of living Mm. and that's when i ultimately went from passive Mm -hmm. partner investor to future owner operator of an lp i had to make a decision of you are down several million dollars mm-hmm. of your own money and other people's money. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out a way to right the ship mm-hmm. and get their money back. And it was in that time that I developed the phrase never ever based the financial strategy, projections, or business plan solely on the musings of a pothead. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Cannabis people, by and large, are beautiful people. Mm -hmm. Wonderful people, caring people, but not all of them are grounded in solid business fundamentals. Okay, facts. I agree. And so, so many things in cannabis are, this is the way you do it. And when you ask why, mm-hmm. well, because Bill said, mm-hmm. well, who's Bill? It's Mark's brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's Mark? Yeah. Well, Mark is a guy. What does Mark know? Yeah. Mark knows a lot. Well, how do you know? Because Mark's a legend. Have you ever met Mark? No. no. <laughs> and then, so then you're, you're just like, where's this information coming, coming from? from? And, and so, not maliciously, I started to back test all of the information that I was being presented and theories and other theories. And, 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 what I found was 50% of them were spot on, dead accurate. Mm-hmm. And 50% of them were so way out in left field that if you followed them, yeah. it would be the end mm-hmm. of your business. Mm-hmm. And it was that ruthless, 
pursuit of the truth rooted in a love of the plant that allowed me to create the principles that guide chronic relief to this day. Mm-hmm. And so our company has gone from a legacy market quiet legend mm-hmm. to a future star Canadian cannabis LP. Mm. So that's that's where we are today. That's where we are today. Okay. Dope. So I was doing some uh I was doing my background research and I feel like we both have Jamaican roots, right? So and I Respect. have and I <laughs> I have uh I have a little bit of a selfish question because I have a grandmother mm-hmm. and she's 83 now. And, you know, the arthritis is coming. The pains are coming. This is the first year she's walking with a cane. But I remember a couple of times I've mentioned, hey, why don't you try the cannabis cream? Right. And there's such a stigma towards weed and cannabis and marijuana. And she's like, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. Da, 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 da. So how can we help our older folks um, be more? susceptible to taking those type of creams so this is this is the number one pain in my heart Mm -hmm. jamaica is synonymous with cannabis yes yeah and when i did my launch speech at eden gardens in kingston jamaica hotel of the legendary scientist, Dr. Henry Lowe, mm-hmm. when I did my launch speech there, it was a who is who from PNP, JLP, they were all there. And I said, my fellow Jamaicans, the world has no idea how adverse we are as a culture mm-hmm. to cannabis. Mm-hmm even though we are synonymous with cannabis. Mm -hmm. And it breaks my heart that our people have an opportunity to benefit from the economic boom that has come from the legalization of this ancient industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, dogma that is so pervasive in the Caribbean, Africa, and the broader diaspora, Mm -hmm. where stuff that has been fed to our populace from 1604 remains. So people in Jamaica do stuff claiming they know England. They've never been to England (laughs) and people in England have never heard of what they are doing in the name of England. It's insane. And so, you know, when Bob said emancipate yourself from mental slavery, it's no joke. The irony here is if you said to granny, Grand, grand. Nana, let's boil you some bush tea. Mm-hmm. 
sit down, drink it, and mm-hmm. you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. She'll say, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same thing, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say, if you say weed tea, yeah, she'll yeah. say, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you say bush tea, yeah. she'll be like, okay. Yeah. So the point here is, is the first thing is, the first step, because our prototype pain cream has changed my life Mm -hmm. and so many legacy sufferers. Mm -hmm. It has changed their lives. Mm -hmm. It doesn't smell like cannabis Mm -hmm. unless you're really good at the aromas of certain terpenes. Mm There's certain weed people who'll be like, I know this. I, I, I smell um, <laughs> linalool, carfeniline, yeah. right? But if you're not one of those people, yeah, 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 you're, you're gonna smell smell cocoa butter, mango butter, shea butter. You're gonna smell um, camphor. You're gonna smell um, nutmeg. You're yeah. gonna smell all kinds of beautiful natural herbs that are healing to the body. Yeah. You won't even know that there's cannabis in there Mm -hmm. and it will change your life. Mm -hmm. And so one granny at a time. One granny at a time. Um, (laughs) You know, I plan to make a difference. And and I I, on this topic, I will shut it down. I lost my mom about six years ago. Mm -hmm. And what drives me to this day, she was 78. When she 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 left this earth. If I was as confident as I am today, mm-hmm. when she passed, her final five years, the quality of life would have been so different. Mm-hmm as a Jamaican man, and I mean a real Jamaican man, and I'm not talking about the, oh, how much gold teeth you have, or or like, you know, how low you wear your pants, or I'm not talking about the stereotype, I'm talking about a real Jamaican home, Mm -hmm. where I still would struggle to raise my voice to my father. Mm I'm talking about a real Jamaican home where, yeah. you know, I'm almost 50 and I'm still, yes, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No respect. Right? Mm-hmm. To get the courage to say, dad, I, I really think mom should, tr-. like it was finding the words, mm-hmm. it was finding my voice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a in a in a relationship where they respect my opinion, mm-hmm. but if they're not asking for it, I am trained it. not yeah, to, to give it. it. Yeah. And so um it wasn't until my mom's last year that I was like, Dad, you know, we really should try this. Yeah. Um, we've got some teas, you know, um, and um, you know, uh one of our um soon to be announced business partners is the legendary legacy market um 
uh, um, tea specialist Mm -hmm. and um, her name is Virginia, um, but her product line is Mary's Wellness. And I remember buying those teas and bringing them home for mom. Like, you I mean the the oxys and the and 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 and, and the Percocets and all those yeah, painless that they were pounding killing, literally in her killing her. Yeah. Was 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 it was making her so groggy. Groggy and 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 bloated and 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 like it was just awful, mm-hmm. right? And and my my dad is like, oh, uh, we need to find out. Um, we need to talk to the doctor. We need to see what adverse effects. Of, and it was like, and I, I don't believe in this marijuana. Yeah. And I, like, <laughs> it was just like this. And then finally, my mom went, Vincent. <laughs> and when that tone, yeah, hit yeah, the yeah, air, yeah. He has to listen now. Everybody's yeah. freeze. Yeah. I am 77 years old. And if I want to have some marijuana, who are you or the government to tell me no? And she started having Uncle Sips. Yeah. But by then, it's a little too late. It was, she had five, six months to go. Mm-hmm. But I just wish that I had the courage to say, mom, dad, stop. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is not working. Mm -hmm. And when mom takes that stuff, she's not mom. Mm -hmm. Here are some creams. Here is some tea. Mm -hmm. Here are some oils. And give me two weeks. Mm trust me with your money you trust me with your will you trust me with your house mm-hmm. you've trusted me with our sister come on mm-hmm. what 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 do you have to lose and if i had that courage man i'm telling you i know her final years would have been so different mm-hmm. but she's not with us and the lessons i've learned then i am extending over to you mm-hmm. There are topicals. Ours is not going to be in the store until probably winter 2023. Okay. But there are topicals out there that, that are game changers mm-hmm. and would make such a difference um, in, in, in grandma's life. Okay. And that's for me to you. Okay. Dope, dope. So now being in this position, right, where marijuana is legal to the public and stuff like that, do you feel, well, you did say one grand at a time, but do you feel like a social responsibility to pass this education around, around to even young people? So anybody who is 18, 19 years of age and older, yeah, I feel a, a responsibility to educate the public, doctors, teachers, preachers, moms, dads, on the benefits of cannabis. Okay. It's not just a recreational party drug. The things that I have found out since I made my journey mm-hmm. into cannabis is unbelievable. First of all, I'm one of the few people that doesn't directly smoke cannabis mm-hmm. 
in all of the circles that I've been in. Yeah. Rabbis. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is I am such a type A, tightly wound, yeah. focused dude yeah. that driven for perfection, all of these things. Yeah. So when I announced I was in cannabis, remember the movie? You're probably like, you know, I look why, but <laughs> it's called Waiting to Exhale. No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so when Whitney Houston sang Shoop, right? Yeah. It, that Waiting to Exhale, when I said I was in cannabis, Everyone everybody was just like, Woo! <laughs> Boy, thank God. Now when I come over, I don't have to go down the block and she breathes. And yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I was like, I, I'm like, uncle? Like, <laughs> like, you know, and like all the people, like, reverend? Like, <laughs> reverend. Like, yo, doctors, police officers, yeah. like all of these people were hiding. Yeah their love of cannabis from me. Yeah. Because they thought I wouldn't improve. Yeah. It blew me away. So, like, I have a passion for this amazing plant. It's a gift to the earth from God. Mm -hmm. And we will see over time that the war on drugs has robbed our planet of hundreds of years of unbelievable cures and analgesics and sleeping tools and energy drinks and antipsychotics and, you know, the, the, the the list goes on and on and on. And I just wish that a few people south of the border would pass certain legislation mm -hmm. that would then allow the brightest minds in the world, not just to dabble mm -hmm. in cannabis, mm -hmm. but to full on join us who are already here. Yeah because the things we'll be able to do for the human race are staggering. Wow, okay, dope. So we're at the beginning stages of marijuana, would you say, right? So for young people trying to invest, trying to get in the game, what advice do you have for them right now? Okay, so my former portfolio manager, investment advisor, mm -hmm. So my advice in terms of investment is the same regardless of what field it is. Mm -hmm. Number one, especially people who look like me. One of the cultural issues we have, and it's a legacy of slavery, is we have no problem asking about people's sexual habits or asking about this girl or that yeah, girl or fast. that dude or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but try and talk to a, a, a West Indian person or an African person, try and talk to them about their will. 
Yeah. <laughs> the first thing they say, you wish me dead? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to die? Yeah. What I have is not yours anyway. And then yeah. it just starts to like, it's like, like, I'm just trying to like, you know, we, we need to get into the, like, you know, what everybody else is doing. Like mm -hmm. these are, these are important topics. These are important things. Mm -hmm. So to the extent that young black people can learn about money, learn about investing, learn about saving for their future, focus on acquiring assets, homes, um, investment properties, um, commercial properties. Mm. These are things that we must be doing regardless of cannabis. Now, cannabis is in its infancy. Mm -hmm. So it is therefore speculative. Mm -hmm. If you're going to make big money, you have to speculate. Okay. That's why the pick a fucked up place. I can say fucked up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Pick can't. a fucked up place. <laughs> if you more than likely on that plane, going to that fucked up place will be white men. Mm -hmm. And the reason is they are going to speculate mm -hmm. on some resource or some discovery that they are betting big, mm -hmm. right? Big risk, big reward. Mm -hmm. So cannabis right now is a speculative investment. So for those who want to dabble in as young people, it's not where I would recommend they start. And this is my industry. Mm -hmm. I would recommend they start saving, amassing money, okay. putting it away, grabbing a an e-savings account, get a ING, what is it now? Tangerine. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, TD has a one, RBC has one. Yeah. You know, Alterna has one. Okay. Like, you know, shout out to Alterna, they bank the cannabis industry, shout out two okay. shots. <laughs> so, you know, but they all have some form of savings account that pays a higher rate of interest as long as you're not making a lot of withdrawals. I would encourage them to save and when you get to that $50,000 mark, yeah. then you can start to decide what is my first real investment. investment. Okay. Am I going to go with real estate first? Am I going to build a stock portfolio first? Am I going to, you know, and that portfolio may include cannabis. Okay. Now to get into cannabis as a career, I would encourage black people to be able to do what I did, scariest conversation in my life. I'm like, I think I'm like uh, 40 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm 40 years old and I'm nervous yeah. about telling my father <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go into cannabis. Yeah. And my mom's like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, She's yeah. giving me that on, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm sweating, yeah. right? But um, it's a little easier now, mm -hmm. and um, you know, uh, I, I, I can tell you that I have been able to provide a lot of young people an amazing opportunity that they may not have had mm -hmm. in other fields mm -hmm. 
And that opportunity, if they continue to progress and stay dedicated, will lead to a very successful life. Wow. And so, um, if you're good with your hands, Mm -hmm. if you're a precise female or male, why go be a bank teller when you can be a grow room assistant? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, there's a ton of bank tellers. Yeah. But there's not that many grow room assistants. Mm-hmm. And the way I think about it is think about Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. Does he look like he's skilled at much? <laughs> no. I'm not trying to pick on the royal, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was the number one polo player in the world. Oh, wow. Well, who plays polo? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, are there a thousand people worldwide that play <laughs> polo? Yeah. I don't even think so. Yeah. How many competitive polo people are there on this planet? Yeah. Do you know any polo I leagues? No. No, okay. So now you think about it. It's not that it's not a skilled sport. Mm-hmm. But the competition to become the greatest polo player on earth is very few guys. Mm -hmm. Probably all of them went to his prep school. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you want to be a basketball player, you have a greater chance of being hit by lightning three times Mm -hmm. than making the NBA. Wow. The numbers are bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's say you happen to be shorter than six five. Yeah. It's like eleven times. Like yeah. better, like there's a chance like to just and how many people do you know who's been hit by lightning? Yeah. Like, like it's 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 an insanely difficult road to take. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure all young, bright black minds out there who want to be CEO of Royal Bank. Mm-hmm. Now I'm calling on Royal Bank and I'm calling on TD Bank and I'm calling on Bank of Montreal and I'm calling on Bank of Nova Scotia too. Because I haven't seen a black face in that chair yet. Mm -hmm. But for all of the people who want to start out as a bank teller and ascend to that chair, Mm -hmm. again, that's that lightning ratio. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, there's a lot of opportunity for young people to jump into cannabis because the difference between what I know mm-hmm. and what they know is only nine years. Oh, wow. I'm only nine years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And you're younger, mm-hmm. faster in many cases, stronger mm-hmm. than me. Because you start at 40. Yeah, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. So not for like 24 eight, or even 19 with your mentorship. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> we do it all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day, every day. You know, um, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Because you get to watch a cannabis CEO live in action 
making decisions that have been made for the first time, mm-hmm. in many cases, for the firm, mm-hmm. and in some cases, in the industry, mm-hmm. and you get to see the results of those decisions literally in real time. Mm-hmm. The distance between the chairman's office and your grow room it's right there. It's 200 feet. Yeah. So it's like, to me, if I have an opportunity, you know, I'm sorry if I see one more black female PSW, I can't take it. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like really, you know, another early childhood yeah, educator, yeah, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, stop it. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, 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 if you can take care of other people's picnic, yeah, you can take care of cannabis plants. Yeah. And the upside taking care of cannabis plants is far greater than changing diapers. Now, if you want to change diapers and that is a uh, your call, that's your mandate, that's your mandate. But most times it's like, I don't know, this is what my auntie did. This is what I yeah, this yeah. Is what we well, do. I'm doing it for my, my parents. parents. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. And you see them on the bus, or you see them getting out of their car, they're not smiling. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes I'm sitting in my office and it's weird. I don't know how I got to be the oldest dude in the building. Yeah. <laughs> I have some I have some workers that are older, some mm. of my um, trim team, and they're they're my ride or die warriors. But outside of my trim specific team, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the oldest dude in the building. I don't know how that happened. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. like one day I was like, I was, I was at nightclubs, the naming nights after me. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, you know, and I'm, I'm coming home at four and five o'clock in the morning, and and I'm, and I'm just changing my tie and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. going to work, and 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 now I'm the oldest dude in the building. And it's weird, but sometimes I sit back in my office and it's the sounds of laughter, Mm -hmm. joy, happiness. After people have worked 12 hours of back-breaking, sweaty labor and they're leaving smiling. Mm Now, it could be that they have one hell of an amazing boss, <laughs> or it could be that cannabis is a really fulfilling um, career industry. industry. And I, I, I just, so I'm putting it out there. If you're a black person and you're listening and you're talented and you're smart, please consider cannabis over PSWs, <laughs> early childhood education or handing out damn flyers, okay? <laughs> and you know who I'm talking to. Some of you are good at it. Some of you are legends, but most of you are wasting your time. Get a nice career and let's 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 go. Okay. Let's get down. Let's get after it. Okay, dope, dope, dope. So I made an observation the other day. I was downtown. I think I was on either King or Queen Street and every second store was a dispensary. And I'm like, how are all these dispensaries making money? They are not. Okay. It is nonsense. Okay. Okay. And it is not. <laughs> it is not their fault. Yeah. It is the government's fault. 
I am talking specifically to our premier now. Mm-hmm. You've got an 85, nothing, I don't know, was it a shutout? Did did they win every seat? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, did anybody get another seat? I don't know. Yeah. You have a majority upon majority. You're unthreatened, you're untested, and it's time the Conservative Party who preaches that they are the business party start acting like a pro-business party. This makes no sense. And here is the problem. I think it's like 85% of municipalities in Ontario were allowed to opt out of having cannabis Mm -hmm. in their municipality. Mm -hmm. It was a cowardly decision. It was like, I'm going to allow dispensaries, but then I'm going to allow no dispensaries. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get every vote because these people won't be mad at me and these people won't be mad at me. And what you've created is everybody's pissed. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to open up the dispensary. Yeah. They're everywhere. No, they're everywhere in Toronto. Yeah, everywhere. But if you take a municipality, you take a town like Stouffville. Yeah. It has way more dispensaries than it should. Mm. But that's because Markham opted out. Okay. Newmarket opted out. Mm-hmm. Ay, 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 ay. Uxbridge opted out. So, so you've got all of these, these um, Richmond Hill opted out. Mm-hmm. So all of the dispensaries that would have been in Richmond Hill. Oh, they're just coming to Toronto. Or Stouffville or Aurora or Brampton. Um, and they're but, just packed so, up. So it's... It, you know, the, I think Oakville said no, but Burlington said yes. Yo, so then yeah. everything is in, in Burlington, Burlington mm-hmm. right? Trying to serve Oakville and mm-hmm. Hamilton. That makes sense. So this is the nonsense. It's government created. It just should stop. You're pro-business. <laughs> Why are you being socialist when you're supposed to be the capitalist? It yeah. may, it, 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 I, I just want to see we're like the third biggest industry now in the country or something ridiculous. Yeah, wow. So I'd love them to see say to the chartered banks. Mm-hmm. I'd love them to say the banking sector. Um, you can open up a bank anywhere you want, but it's up to the mayor of Thornhill. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Thornhill Markham mm-hmm. and the mayor of Thornhill Vaughn if you will allow banks in your in their, in their neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't fly. Mm-hmm. And so this is what is causing the nonsense. Mm-hmm. There are too many because people who had dreams of opening dispensaries yeah. are going where they can open dispensaries. Oh yeah, so now it's just oversaturated. And it's oversaturated when if I really wanted to open my dispensary in Thornhill, mm-hmm. But you can't. I can't. So I open it on this side of Steels. Mm. And then I'm marketing to the people over in Thornhill. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that common sense will prevail. Mr. Ford, you have a clear mandate. Mm-hmm. You have four uninterrupted years. Mm-hmm. You have every seat in the house Mm -hmm. change the legislation and just tell the municipalities effective january 1st 2023 we're all going in 
there is no impediment to dispensaries being open. And what you'll see is, is the ones who have money left in Toronto, <laughs> yeah. who wanted to be in Richmond Hill, moved to Richmond Hill. Yeah. The ones who wanted to be in um, Markham. Uh, Markham, moved from Scarborough. Yeah. The ones who wanted to be in North Richmond Hill will move down from Aurora. The ones who wanted to be in Newmarket will move up mm -hmm. and, and, and it will all balance itself out. Mm. Okay, okay, dope. So that leads to my next question. How does chronic relief stand out? Well, we black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> listen. Black owned, yes. Listen, yes, yes. listen, listen. <laughs> we are not just black. We are blackity, 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 black. <laughs> and, the, and, and the point is, is that our, 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 our staff is cosmopolitan. Mm -hmm. We got people from Vietnam. We got people from Laos. We got people from China. We got people from Bangladesh. We have people from Portugal. We have people from um, uh, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. We have people from all over the world. We have people from Sri Lanka, Afghanistan. We are a very diverse company, mm -hmm. okay? But we black. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 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 our staff meetings are black our christmas parties are black their holiday parties they're non-denominational but they are rice and peas <laughs> events they are jerk chicken and and curry goat and oxtail events yes good nice and nice. and and it is unmistakable Unmistakably, unapologetic, unapologetically, a black company. Now, what does that mean? Well, my heritage is Jamaica, and you know what it says: "Out of many, one people." So we are loving of all cultures. We are welcoming of all cultures, and we are a happy place to be. Mm. And so what do I mean by this? There are certain things that are welcome here. Singing is encouraged. And you will hear some good, some not so good. <laughs> yeah. But if people are happy and they're feeling the spirit, mm -hmm. they will be singing while they're doing their work. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's encouraged. It's encouraged. Um, individualism is is encouraged. Um, there is a a, a, a a laughter component that is distinctly West Indian. And what I'm trying to to say is that when you're in 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 Jamaica, right? or when you're in Trinidad or Barbados, or when you're in Nigeria, um, shout out to, to, to the Nigerians. Um, you know, we, we, we just are different and, mm -hmm. and it's, it's not a bad difference, it's just a unique difference. So um, that barbershop culture where mm -hmm. after your shift, people often congregate 
sit down, tell five, ten minutes of jokes. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, everyone wants to get home. Yeah. But uh, just unwind and, and, and be yourself. Make fun of two people in a kind-hearted way. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that celebration of food and culture encourages the, 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 the Asians to feel comfortable. Mm. They cook their food, they bring their food. Mm. And, and, and if someone is looking a little malnourished, they'll start <laughs> sharing the food. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times someone's <laughs> stuffing a banana in my face yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or something like that. And it's and, bringing our home to work. Yes. And it, it, it is, it is just something that is unique. And, and that, 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 that cultural paradigm also is reflected in how the business is run. I know that you know that there is no such thing as personal best mm. to a Jamaican sprinter. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one goes back to Jamaica. I got sixteenth. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I run my fastest time. And people are like, that's the wrong event for you. Yeah, yeah. Because if you are going to the Olympics to come 16th, yeah, 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 you're nah. really, really, really not for the Olympics. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's why, like, even our bobsled team, they're, they're, people don't understand. They're training to win. Yeah. They're not training. They're not training to come. Th- like, they literally are like, we are going to medal. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to die yeah, trying. Winner, go home. And, and, that is also part of the ethos of this company. Mm-hmm. We get after it. Mm-hmm. We get about it, about it, about it, about it. We crop 52 times a year. We are among the largest genetics holders in this country. And we're not talking about like, oh, we have a, you know, like, you know, we have close to a thousand different strains that we have on site. Wow. Jeez. And that's due to my mindset. I'm driven and I'm wired to be the best and we may never get there mm-hmm. but that's our goal every day mm-hmm. and it shows mm-hmm. it shows we are passionate and um, when we hit it right mm-hmm. we celebrate it yeah, yeah, in yeah. a very very West Indian yeah, way okay that's dope and, and, and when we get it wrong <laughs> you're gonna hear about <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the man damn got two hours of me yesterday <laughs> and if you were here it was uncomfortable yeah <laughs> but they got it yeah they got the message so um, you know when our product debuts so we're going to be with um, artisan batch um and that's through um, indiva mm-hmm. they're our partners we're bringing out our legendary legacy market strain our kosher kush it's not like some of the other ones that you got before that made you sad it is it's it's a face ripper <laughs> and, I, and i'm really really excited that that we'll be debuting there and we have the honor and the privilege to grow for industry legends ghost drops um ceo over there gene and 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 their their head of sales their paul and and their other executive john um and obviously organic hip-hop shout out to that boy there he's a legend in, in a couple of spheres Dope. but to have an opportunity to 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 
to grow for them. The number one skew in the nation, you know, I mean, sometimes it might fluctuate in and out, but this is like a top five Canadian industry company as far as cannabis goes every single week. And for us to have the opportunity to be one of their 10, 20 goers, is, it's a big honor for us. And we defend that honor and we grind and we grind to try and get the best product in their hands so that the Canadian um, public can be treated every single time. And um, working with our boys at the OCS, um, you know, I, 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 I'm really, really, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm not gonna get into politics, but we have an amazing category manager and, um, um, and his junior, the two of them are, 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 are freaking awesome. And Dope. we're looking forward to bringing out three strains um, at the OCS um, in, the, in the near future. And so we'll have four, four of our products on the shelf with our name on it. And then with First Class Funk, Z Splitter, and now they're going to be launching, I think uh, next is King Sherb, if God willing. I think they've, they've secured uh, one of Sherbinsky's best cuts. Um, you, know, you know, we can have seven strains that are affiliated to us out of the market and we're rookies, year one. Wow. Year one, we can have seven on the floor, and 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 that's a testament to my team, their hard work, and them trusting in my vision. But we, we as I said, we get after it, we get about it, about it, and um, we're we're really excited about the future. Okay, dope, dope. So, I have a stock portfolio, mm-hmm. and son of no, one of my cannabis stocks are taking a massive hit right now. Okay, I know it's part of like the stock. Everything's down right now, mm-hmm. but would you say that investing in cannabis is still a good long term play? Depending on which stock, I have Canopy. <sighs> Canopy, Canopy is. Um, that's a tough one. And I, and I, I'll, there's a legendary U.S. equity portfolio manager by the name of Larry Sarbit. Mm-hmm. And Larry Sarbit invested in Waste Management Co. Mm-hmm. It's his largest position. Okay. And he started his investment speech talking about how shit Waste <laughs> Management Co. was. Yeah. And he trashed the stock for 40 minutes. Wow. I couldn't take it anymore. I put up my hand and I go, sir, that's your largest holding. And all you've done is trash them. He mm-hmm. says, exactly. Because they're too big to fail. Oh, geez. Waste Management Co. picks up 97% of all garbage in North America. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. And as a result of that, as much as I hate their management, mm-hmm. hate their process, mm-hmm. hate their systems, hate like he he goes, it's my largest holding because <laughs> they're the biggest. Mm-hmm. So Canopy has Constellation brands behind them, mm-hmm. and they're the owners of you know they're one of their more famous brands is Corona mm-hmm. beer. They're an alcohol beverage company, and Constellation brands has a big position in Canopy. Can I honestly say I I like 
anything they've done since inception no mm-hmm. but if you've been beaten up on that stock mm-hmm. that's one that is worth holding, he- holding okay. right and okay. I, and again that position could change mm-hmm. two weeks from now like mm-hmm. you know some news come out and they're like oh shit they're, fucking, they're done yeah. right yeah but a lot of other stocks depending on what they are mm-hmm. sometimes you, you just gotta rip off the band-aid take that cash yeah. even if it's pennies on the dollar regroup those pennies and, yeah. and go elsewhere some someplace else okay dope dope so I like to ask this question to a lot of uh, business people that have been in the game for a long time. What's your biggest loss and how did you recover? Business-wise. Oh, shit. (laughs) Man. You see, (laughs) I have to start this way. I'm a dude that I am an all-in kind of man. Mm-hmm. Risks everything. I'm in. I'm all in. Right? I am passionate. I am a cancer. Shout out to cancers. It's cancer it's season. Cancer season. <laughs> Hang up. And and we are sensitive. We are. <laughs> we are. We are emotional. We are loyal. We are. Yeah, my dad's a cancer. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, so I did some stupid things. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to say that in retrospect, I've learned my lesson. And hindsight being twenty twenty, I wouldn't do those things again. Mm-hmm. But fuck it, I'd probably do it again. <laughs> so, I, I mean, because, because look. Like what, what sort here, of here's, 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 here's the deal, here's the deal. Yeah, here's yeah. the deal, deal. <laughs> I got to say it like this, okay? So when Black Lives Matter came out and all this stuff, right? And they were they had the knee on on, on, on my man's neck. Yeah. And, and, he, and he passes away. Yeah. And all of a sudden, because of the pandemic, people saw everything. They saw our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like Scotiabank, they just pulled the sponsorship of um, uh, of like Canada Hockey or something like that, saying, look, you guys got a lot of shit to sort out. But like, I played hockey. They've always had a lot of shit to sort out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, because when they were calling us nigger, when they were spitting on our parents in the stands, mm-hmm. you know, they're still throwing bananas at us, depending on where you want, you where the game is. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Calling, calling gay players faggots, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, raping junior hockey players. Like, all of that shit is, is there, mm-hmm. right? But we defend this great game, right? Mm-hmm. Because we, we, Mm-hmm. So shout out for Scotiabank for for standing up and, and taking a stand and finally 
someone that's putting their money where their mouth is. Mm -hmm. Because you can say something, but if you keep funding, it's, there's really no lessons being learned. But mm -hmm. finally, these are these are these are decisions that force people to think about the paradigm. And I and I'm like a Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm going to get back to my point, okay? <laughs> yeah. But 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 in all of that, right? My mentor, mm -hmm. who. I recommended mm -hmm. to be a broker at RBC. Mm -hmm. And he is a badass broker. He's a black man. And since I left RBC in 2002, mm -hmm. there's not much it changed, it probably replaced me with one dude, mm -hmm. right? Now, at the time that I was in the management program at RBC, right? I was the only black branch manager from Newfoundland to British Columbia. Oh, geez. The whole of Canada. And <laughs> my first event is like was rookie night mm -hmm. and you bring in all the new class of rookies and all the executives there and it's black tie affair and tuxedo and mm -hmm. everything right and one of the rookies instinctively i'm his boss mm -hmm. and that was an awkward meeting mm -hmm. the next day but handed me his drink. Here, sir, I'm done. Whoa. Because that's disrespectful. But no, that's mm -hmm. just life. He, he didn't mean it to be disrespectful. Mm -hmm. He has grown up that Don't a black man that. in a tuxedo at a formal event has to be the waiter. Mm. He did not see manager. Yeah. But how could he? Because mm -hmm. he's I was the first one. Mm -hmm. So, the man who hired me, I, I one day I hope to, to be able to sit down and talk to him because he took a huge risk in hiring me and we haven't spoken since I left mm -hmm. RBC and I went through some hellish, hellish things. Mm -hmm. But it, it precipitated a tough exit to the brokerage industry for myself. Mm -hmm. By gods be guy, by gods. And I'm not, I'm not gonna delve into it. But the irony was, I was the number one recruiting, recruiting manager for more than one institution. And the irony is that the guy I was supposed to work with, mm -hmm. but I never got a chance to work with because he got promoted. So I then entered this jackass and that guy was a 
He, he was just awful. Mm-hmm. The guy I ended up having to work with. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy is now like one of the top five guys at RBC. Oh, and, geez. and he was a wonderful man back then. And mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a wonderful man right now. Mm-hmm. But he called my mentor and said, how can we get more blacks in our organization? Mm-hmm. And I often thought to myself, well, you shouldn't have let this one go. Mm. But anyway, I just, when being called a nigger, when being disrespected, I just couldn't turn the other cheek. Mm. And that (laughs) led to a long circuitous route. I just couldn't take shit. (laughs) And ultimately taking, not being able to take shit cost me my million dollar a year business Mm. because the black guys that I did know Mm -hmm. and I want to shout out man like Ross Ferrier who's now a successful black branch manager Mm -hmm. at CIBC Wood Gundy Mm -hmm. shout him out big time enough respect my youth Right? But he a little lighter than me and you know, mm-hmm. he tall. Yeah. And probably probably more handsome. And, <laughs> and just like, you know, like and he like I mean he just because I'm me, right? Mm-hmm. And I I can't be you. But my my, my black guy just but you're making so this money just honestly i'll why? be on your side to why why do you want to be it. a manager yeah. why because i'm a leader i was born to lead mm-hmm. right i was born to lead my mm-hmm. mother r.i.p she told me from birth you are you are here you are a leader of men and women mm-hmm. and so you know with that being my calling I felt emasculated every time a black man looked me in the face and said, why do you want to risk? You can golf three times a week. You can da 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 And you can just quietly make a million dollars a year. And you see, what, 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 what burned me yeah. is my mentor. Mm-hmm who is as talented as they come. Mm-hmm. He chose that path. Mycena. Mm, and he is far superior to 90% of the leaders they have in that company. Mm-hmm. And he defers mm-hmm. before God mm-hmm. so that he'll be left alone. And so when I tell you that, look, in the end, I had to sell my business. 
and there's there's a backstory and there's technicalities and there's all kind of bullshit and mm-hmm. oh my god like you know it, it was a shit show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but but not every dollar is a good dollar that's how i see it but if you ask me <laughs> fuck it i do it again <laughs> Well, I tell you, I, I do it again. I would do it again because I'm not taking shit. And I'm telling you, like, like, look. So I was 40 years old, and and I and I said, my name is Stephen Carville, and I reserve the right not to work for or with an asshole. And if you are a recovering asshole, a born again asshole, a wannabe asshole, a sort of asshole, a kind of futuristic asshole, an asshole in waiting. <laughs> A relapsed asshole. <laughs> I do not want to work with you or for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll tell you, at 30 years old, mm-hmm. 32 years old, executive of the year, That year, I think I made 600,000. Wow. I was clearly a millionaire at that point. Wow. And I, um, my blood pressure was upper normal. Mm-hmm. Golfing two days a week. Just, I had season tickets to the Raptors, season tickets, full season tickets to the Raptors, quarter season tickets to the Leafs. You know, I mean, like all the perks, all the shit, all the shit. And my blood pressure was upper normal. Mm -hmm. Doctor said, hey, you're going to get a hold of this. Or it's over soon. We're going to have to start putting you on that medication. Mm. Because I was dying inside. I was an emasculated man. Mm -hmm. And here I am now, working 18 and seven. As LL Cool J would say, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. (laughs) But I can work for days and smile. Because I love it. And seeing it in your own environment now, too. It's my environment. And mm-hmm. you try to treat people the way I always wanted to be treated. Sometimes it gets me in trouble because people take advantage. Mm-hmm. But as I said, why I'm in cannabis, because whatever your faith is, whether you're Buddhist, Taoist, Muslim, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, or just believe in the universe as a special place to be. Everything I went through was to prepare me for this journey, which I was meant to do. This is my calling. 
This is my passion. I am as good as this as I ever was at managing money. Mm-hmm. And I was really fucking good at managing mm-hmm. money. I know I did my research. I see. <laughs> so it is without question where I was meant to be. And there's some man that, I, yo, if I see them, I would punch them in the face. <laughs> but I am telling you, God has me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. separated mm-hmm. and happy. And it's something that I know I was destined to do. And so Mm -hmm. how did I recover? There never was a choice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My shoes are far too nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to go hungry. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you know, I I I I I remember T fouring at seven hundred and eighty seven thousand. Jeez. And the next year making nothing. Mm-hmm. Twelve months zero. It is what I try to teach the young people who reach out to me. People Mm -hmm. reach out to me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I try to answer every single last one of them. People, you know, reach out to LaShonda on social media. Shout out to LaShonda. (laughs) And um, she's done an outstanding standing job of bringing the community together oh. shout out to harvester you got to talk to them people those brother and sister team mm-hmm. they are black and they are doing it Dope. you know um but there's some young people too trying to come up and, and do their thing and and they are all welcome as they pass through these doors, some mm-hmm. of them stop in weekly, some of them stop in bi-weekly, some of them stop in monthly. But, um, you know, I got Zoom calls lined up like when I can't, I don't have time to see mm-hmm. these young people. But what I'm trying to let them know is as long as you're not dead, keep fighting mm-hmm. failure has never been an option mm-hmm. this company cannot fail mm-hmm. this company will not fail I do not have the luxury of failure mm-hmm. too many people depend on me mm-hmm. 
not just my own family, but down to my worker's dog <laughs> and then cat. <laughs> I would feel horrible mm -hmm. if they went hungry. Mm -hmm. And that's why, as my mother taught me, it's something that I try to make sure and I'm going to gender update it. Every young black person who meets me hears from me. Heights of great people reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight. But they, while their companions slept, were toiling upwards through the night. Mm -hmm. You may be from a richer family. You may be from a richer neighborhood. You may be younger. You may be faster. You may be stronger. You may be smarter. You may be wiser. You may be taller. But you can't outwork me. Mm. Bars. When you line up, and I take this one from Kobe Bryant, when he said, when you line up against me, I'm there to let you know you made the wrong career choice. Mm -hmm. I'm there to make him question why he chose to play basketball. Mm -hmm. That's how he's thinking about another NBA player. <laughs> he's not down at the Y. Yeah. And that's how I approach every single day. We have a relentless pursuit of excellence. Mm -hmm. And if that's the way you are, you can get knocked down 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 40 times. You're going to get up. I, I, Richard Branson, I'm sure he's had fucking 50 businesses fail. Look mm -hmm. at that guy, former president of the United States. Everybody knows Donald Trump is a jackass. But the one thing I can tell him. Good businessman. I don't know if he's a good businessman, yeah. but he's a determined son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. He facts. does not let Trump stake failure, Trump yeah. university failure, Trump this fit. He don't care. Yeah, he keeps going. He keeps going. Mm -hmm. And... So my biggest fucking mess is probably going to create my biggest success. Dope, dope. That's what I got for you. Dope, dope. So this is a question that I ask everybody on the show, and you don't have to say any names, but I want to know what's the best advice that you've gotten and what's the worst advice that you've gotten? So I just, Recited for you. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the bar. Advice, yeah, the best, that's what I thought too. And that was from my mother. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, but why it's so important is because from three years old, she made me recite that mm. to the point where it's woven in my DNA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't outwork me. Mm -hmm. I remember being at an event one time. The event was in my honor. Mm -hmm. 
and the, and, the, and the waitress looked over and said, you know, this is the third year you guys have been keeping this event. You know what I notice? You're never celebrating at your own birthday. Mm-hmm. And I just took it in. You're here working. I said, yeah, I'm working. They're spending my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're having a good time on my behalf. Mm-hmm. But I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time me and that lady have spoken. Mm-hmm. But it was just like it, it hit her. Like, he's different. <laughs> he's not popping bottles. <laughs> yeah. People are popping bottles on his behalf. Mm-hmm. And he's got his game face on. As soon as the you know the big sign come out with yeah, the name yeah, and yeah, everybody, yeah. hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now everybody knows I was there. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm at a table working. Mm-hmm. You can't outwork me. And the thing about it is, is that I'm an old school cat. So I have no problem saying as a man, as a man, I am wired mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And somewhere, somehow, in certain segments of pockets, that message has yeah. short-circuited, it's been wired out and whatever. It's getting diluted. But if, if you are, if, as far as I'm concerned, if you're a man and you are under the age of 40 mm-hmm. and you are not working 65 hours a week, mm-hmm. you got shit to do. Mm-hmm. You got shit to do. And you'll be surprised. Because I hired a couple brothers and I just didn't get a chance to give it to one of them. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not working. Yeah. You think you're working hard. Mm-hmm. But you're not working hard. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that advice that my mother gave me, it's, 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 I remember there was a staff member or something that they had, a, 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 it was somebody had a, a, a laser tag or some birthday party or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I showed up. Like, I can't remember why I was at this laser tag or something, right? But I'm at the thing. And people were recalling how they had never, like, I'm the oldest guy there by like 20 years. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in full commando. Like, I am like, <laughs> like, I am fucking winning this shit. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm competing. I am working in this laser game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm crawling on my belly. I'm doing <laughs> yeah. the thing. I'm doing the, like, the, 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 the the roles yeah, and the, the yeah. shooting and the, the, this like and like that is 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 something that from my mom I, I I can't say anything but thank you. Mm. And I know she's up there and she's like looking off her gun finger and just <laughs> like you know, she wouldn't do that. She was quite the lady. <laughs> but you know what I mean? She's up there and, and I and I and I and I feel her presence. Mm-hmm. And you know you know the you know the you know the thing about advice? 
as I try to learn. something new every day. Mm -hmm. Even a jackass can say something that you can learn from. That you can learn from. Mm -hmm. And so there is no bad advice. Oh, interesting. There is just bad processing of the information you've been given. Mm. You know the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know when advice is good. Mm -hmm. Your intuition tells you to. But oftentimes, if you are looking for the easy way out, you will follow bad advice mm. but even bad advice can give you an insight of what not to do True. and so i have a thirst for knowledge i have a quest for knowledge so it doesn't matter if it's it's you ever see that you ever seen ride along no so ride along is with um Ice Cube and uh, Kevin Hart. And, I, I haven't seen the movie yet. Okay, no. so Kevin Hart is a jackass in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And he's this overdone, yeah. over the top character. Yeah. And Ice Cube has a saying that's right along one, right along two. Mm -hmm is you always talk shit and every time you're giving advice it's a nightmare and nine out of ten times it's straight bullshit mm -hmm. but that Tenth time, but that tenth time, brilliance. Mm. And so it's a discipline mm -hmm. to filter through advice that is bad and hang on to advice that is good. Mm -hmm. But if you are judgmental of advice, you will miss a lot of opportunities to achieve greatness. And so, jeez, I like that. That's the first time I heard that one. Even <laughs> a fool can change your life with, with some wisdom. It's just really up to you to screen what you process and I'm telling you, um, doesn't matter who you are. Mm. It does not matter who you are. I'm, and, and, and I'll tell you, this is like Michael Jordan. You know, he had bad footwork. Call Hakeem Olajuwon, mm -hmm. fly out. Mm -hmm. 
learn, learn that guy's footwork. Kobe did that too. Kobe, Kobe, you know, like, like, so if, if you want to be good, take advice from anyone, mm -hmm. if they have what you need, what you need. And that, that's, that's what I can say. Dope, dope. That's the first time I heard that. I, I appreciate that. Um, before we before we wrap up, can you let everybody know where they can reach you and your contact information? So the the best way to 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 reach me is through our, our social media. Um, on Instagram, it's at Chronic Relief T O. Mm -hmm. And we got, uh, I'm dating myself, but we got LaShonda on the ones. <laughs> we got her on the ones and twos. Yeah. And if you want to know what the ones and twos are, every DJ needs a set of Techniques 1200s <laughs> yeah. and the Scratch Master in the center. Uh -huh. And then you're on the ones and the twos. I'm sure there's a computer now that does all that stuff. <laughs> like, all, right, all right, okay, fine. But, um, you know, and um, Chronic Relief's LinkedIn, if you're a LinkedIn person, Chronic Relief's Facebook, if you're a Facebook person, Chronic Relief's uh, Twitter, if you're a Twitter person. TikTok? Um, Soon? Uh, the problem with TikTok is they have a really... Oh, marijuana. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even last on it, to be honest. So, unless... You want to, you know, listen, I'm 49 this summer, so I'm going to be 50 next, next year. July. So unless our TikTok is just me doing sit-ups to try and get rid of this <laughs> COVID belly, because I'm going to be fit and 50. I'm telling you right now, I'm not fucking around. That's another story. Um, you know, TikTok is a write-off. But yeah. if, if you if you write into any of those platforms, what you're going to find is, um, you know, a very receptive person and... Um, you know, as I said, I work hard, I work a lot, but I will find a way. Um, and, um, you know, if I can help people make sound career choices mm -hmm. or even stock picks, mm -hmm. you know, I will, I will, I will, <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I will help our mans. I will help our mans. I will, I will. And then, and that's, and that's, and that's it. So, I mean, me personally, I enjoyed um, our, our, our time together. Thank you. Um, I, you know, I've done any, everything from CNN to BNN to, <laughs> to all of them things. Yeah. And, and, and this has definitely been one of the most fun. And um, I hope that um, our people, um, are able to gain a few nuggets. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, um, you know, I am, I am happy to be part of this Thank little, you. little movement thing you Thank got you. going on. So I appreciate it. Big up yourself. And, uh, <laughs> big up, big up your man over there. <laughs> Royal soldier in the background. You know, ratings. Yeah. Ratings. You know what I'm saying. And, <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, because no, you know what I mean. Yeah. You're the pretty face in the front, but there's a man <laughs> in the back. You know, he's bad. Yeah, that's what I always tell people. Like when they ask, like, "Oh, I thought it was just you." I'm like, "No, but he's just as important as me." Like all this work here, like that's just I couldn't be here without that. Yeah, man, yeah, man, and, and he's, he's 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 not so bad too. You know <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So so respect in every aspect, and you know. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to give you like a little tour. Yes, absolutely. So you can just, you know, see how the trees be. Yeah. Um, they're my passion. And I, and I have no doubt that when you leave, you're going to be like, wow, 
them some them some things. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Dope. Episode twenty four. Black is the new rich. That's a wrap. <laughs>